Good morning. Good morning. How are you feeling? I'm I'm okay. My voice is coming back. Everything's I sound a, a, a little funny, but I'm, it's coming back. Everything's a little off today. Yeah. Renee's voice is off. My voice is off. That camera is a replacement <laughs> camera. Um, I do have to give it up for Adrian for taking the initiative to take that camera in and get it fixed. So uh, we had yeah. a camera that was broken and we had just put it off forever. Only like half the and screen then, on the back work. So yeah. we were always kind of guessing when we placed so it. So we have a new new camera there. Um, Renee and I, uh, we are both under the weather. As a matter of fact, the whole family. We're, yeah. We're, <laughs> We're in one of those situations where like just, nobody's sleeping tonight. Everybody's coughing. Just put everybody in the same bed. My son got sick first. We took him to the doctor, got him mm -hmm. on meds, and then um, I was on the road. Renee brought it with her. We'll talk about that. I brought it with me. To me, <laughs> insisted on kissing me, insisted on having sex with me. Okay. You know, and I was okay. like, get your hands off me. You're sick. She's like, I can't help it. She's like, I want you so bad. You're going to get sick no matter what. I'm sorry. Uh, I shouldn't laugh so hard. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we are a little off this morning, but happy. We are happy. Um, poor Delilah Ray last night with a little bit of a fever and the same cough. Yeah. So she has a doctor's appointment today. And, and it's just, you know, when you have kids as the gentlemen here, like Adrian and Rick know, uh, there are some times in the house where everybody's just going to get sick. Yeah, and sometimes I almost feel like it's just better that way. Like, Garrett had kind of been sick and had that persistent cough for a while, and we were all like, okay, we're not getting it. Garrett, like, cough in your elbow. Like, you know, keep it to yourself. And that worked for about five days or so. But I almost feel like we might as well just all get it at the same time and be done with it. And Garrett's so sweet. Gar Garrett is um, a lot like me, where he understands other people's feelings. And several times he was like, I'm sorry I got you sick, Dad. And I'm like, no, buddy, it's okay. Yeah. You know, it happens. Have you told me you're sorry for getting me sick? No, you have not. But, <laughs> but Garrett, Garrett has definitely been very sweet and um, told me. And Delilah, Delilah's just a scrapper, man. She's just a tough yeah. kid. You know, I mean, even though she was sick, she woke up this morning with, with a good attitude. And, and, you know, she still had a 99. Last night she had 102. Almost a hundred. Um, she was pushing a hundred and three last night. Yeah. yeah, and then today she was at like ninety nine during the day. But man, she's like, I'm not going to school. All right. <laughs> I mean, like, I want to watch PJ Masks or whatever. Yeah. Um. So she's like, she's a lot like me. Like, you don't know. I think both of our kids, like Garrett, we went through that with Garrett too, where by the time we have to take him to the doctor, yeah, because he's showing signs. The doctor's like, oh, my God, this kid is really sick. This child has a double ear infection. And we're like, I don't know. He never tugged he on acted, his ears. He never tugged like, on his ears, acted yeah. completely normal. So it had to get really bad for my kids to <coughs> to speak up. Yeah. But I think that's, I mean, it's a lot like me, you know. Yeah. Um, but I went right away to Dr. Shaw, Dr. Z, Greenhouse Med Spa. Yes. And uh, got an IV. That is the move. For those of you who have seen it on TV who have thought about it, IVs work. I know some people are like freaked out about needles and stuff like that, but you, as soon as you start to lose your voice, because it, it happens often to you, you go get an IV and you're like back up and running. Yep. IVs work. There's a reason that when you go into the hospital and you're sick, one of the first things they do is put an IV in. 
because it works. And, yeah. and you know, you got to be careful. Well, that's what I was going to say. You and I have learned after getting them for a couple of years now, like where you go and what they put in the bag makes the difference between whether or not it's effective or it's just like flushing water. Yeah, you got to be careful because sometimes, you know, we, we did find ourselves going to places where it was a bullshit bag. They did not put the vitamins in it. You know, well, they it, did, just it, not like the concentration of what you, you need know. to actually see an improvement. Um, but Dr. Shaw at Greenhouse Med Spa, you know, we, we, he's always guaranteed. They always work with us. They're amazing. I, I went right in. If you've ever thought about it, Rick, have you ever done it? No. No, no you keep telling. We lost Rick. We lost Rick. Already. Uh, Adrian, have you? No, never have. Thought about it? I was going to say, some people are freaked out about it and they're like, I don't know exactly what that is. And then like some people just think it's hocus pocus. Like, no, like I started doing it in Vegas because across from the Brad Garrett comedy club was an IV place. So at first I would flirt with, well, they'll give you a B12 shot. So I'm like, okay, I'll do a B12 shot. Right? I've been in Vegas. Based. I've been partying, whatever. <clears throat> and then I'm like, you know what? Let me try. You know, so I woke up hungover. I go, let me try this. It says it's a hangover cure. You literally feel yourself getting better as the bag is going through your body. You feel yourself waking up. You feel the energy. I mean, you go right back to almost completely normal. And you're like, all right, time to drink again. Let's pollute my body again. But for those of you that have ever thought about it, considered it, it, it really does work. Yeah. Um, oh, you just texted I was him. just letting Rick know. I was texting yeah. Rick. We lost him in our headset. So immediately went and did that. Um, and got we, Renee and I are both on meds. Yeah. Uh, so we should be doing better. Renee, met, so first I did Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City, for those of you that don't know, <coughs> it is coming up. Did you do a casino in Oklahoma City or a theater? No, it's just a theater. Yeah. Tower Theater. Just a theater. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> no craps at the theater. Um, but... Man, I, I gotta you know I gotta give it up for Oklahoma City. Like it's yeah. it's a little cool little town. They got little breweries downtown now, and and nice restaurants and a nightlife. And I I actually had a really good time hanging out in Oklahoma City. You hung out after your show? Yeah, me yeah. and Mike Young and and Timmy and and Kate plus uh -huh. eight. I call her Kate plus eight. She um, well, nobody wants to be called Kate plus eight. I don't think that is a compliment. I'm not trying to compliment her. It's just when I say why her do you name, call her Kate plus eight? I don't know. It was like a show. Do or you something. know? You know? You Kate plus eight was like she was kind of crazy. Well, I don't know that. She, she. I mean, I think eight babies would probably make you crazy in her defense. But like, it's not a compliment to call someone Kate plus eight. You anyway, got. You got to find a better nickname for Kate. Kate plus great. <laughs> Plate. Kate is great. Does that work? Adrian fucking rolled his eyes. Like, oh God, dad joke. Um, no, so we you know we all went and 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 had a drink and hung out and and it, it was just a cool town. Yeah. Woke up, went to Midland, um, did Midland, amazing show, amazing theater. Yeah. Had a absolute good time on stage. When I think of Midland, I just think about like during COVID, you did so many like honky tonks. So I think of you like Honky Tonk in Midland. So it's probably nice to go and have like a theater experience. A proper theater. Yeah. Yes. Was it repeat people? Uh, some. I mean, you know, it was uh, 1,800 seats. We sold them all out. Yeah. So I would assume that. Some that of those people came some back. Some of those people came back. Very cool for them to like get to see you in a Honky Tonk and then see you in a theater. It was awesome. And then I was excited because my beautiful wife 
was going to meet me in Biloxi, Mississippi. Wow. Well, I met Beau you at Ravage. the Dallas airport. Yes. We we met at the Dallas airport. It was really cool because I landed and I'm on the phone and I'm like, hey, we're here. She's like, well, I'm by the Dunkin' Donuts. I'm like, I'm looking at the Dunkin' Donuts. She's like, I'm right here. I'm like, there's my wife. <laughs> it like, was fun to meet in the airport. Met in the airport, flew to Beau Rivage. Uh, well, I had a flight to New Orleans. Had no idea it was Mardi Gras. Yes. So all these Mardi Gras people. Yeah. Like jumping on like our Like in the airport, everyone's wearing their purple, yellow, and green. <coughs> and has beads and like sparkly jackets. Well, that's another thing that sucks. Like sometimes I find myself as a stand-up competing against things, you know. So, for example, uh, Oklahoma City, we did not sell it out completely. We had a good turnout. We didn't yeah. sell it out. But Pitbull, Enrique, and Ricky Martin were there yeah. that night. Yeah. So you're dealing with a concert that is going to overpower huge you tour. Yeah. on promotion and overpower you on everything. Yeah. Then I go to Biloxi to find out I'm competing against Mardi Gras. Yeah, like they're Mardi like They had a parade. It's you a couldn't big even deal get to in the Biloxi. casino because the parade route. So. We ended up having to start the show late, and I mean the casino was nuts. Yeah, but it, I mean it was an awesome show. You got to run into it was beautiful. I was surprised. I walked in and like they had the most amazing display for Chinese New Year. Oh my god, that was the thing about this week. As someone who loves to to like celebrate holidays, it was like everything crammed into one week. You have um, it was Super Bowl Sunday. It was Chinese New Year. Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras. And it's like it was, Valentine's Day have all Dick. at once and Ash Wednesday. Valentine's Day and Ash Wednesday oh, fall yeah. on the same day this year. Like, it's crazy this week. You saw how she just skated over Yes, I joke. did. Sometimes I she do just... that. Anyway, that's why I got sick. She couldn't keep her hands off me. She could not keep her hands off me. But it was really cool because my Aunt Elva, um, she was there with her friend. Yes. And Well, her cousin, basically. Yeah. Through her husband. Yeah. My uncle. And uh, she hits me up. She's like, uh, we're down here. I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot. Aunt Elva's here. So it was really special because as you get older, you don't really get to spend time with your aunts and uncles and your family. Well, especially when you don't live at home, when you right. live away so from where you grew up. It was, I just sat there with her, and we played slot machines together. Yeah. And we you know, talked and caught up, and it was just really nice to have her alone. Yeah. And it was just it me was and calm. her. It was calm. I mean, it wasn't, all the, the you know, gambling, but, but no, the but it was just and me the and her. In the casino, it was just God. me and my aunt. I love my aunt, and and you just don't have time to catch up. And and we just sat there together, me and her. And we played, you know. Yeah. And it was a special moment because, you know, I do value life, and I do know that those times are 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 far and few between. Yeah. And, you know, she's getting older. Yeah. So I I really enjoyed. Um, Sitting there with my Aunt Elba and talking to her and catching up and, and just enjoying her company. Had a great you you got to meet a, Oh, a one friend. of my one of my dear dear friends, like my one of my first girlfriends when I moved to LA after college. Um, she's in Mississippi now. And she I'm so glad she saw your schedule and she's like, Renee, are you going to Biloxi with Steve? She's like, I'll come, I'll make the drive, I'll come visit. And I was like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? So I don't mean to stir the pot. Uh oh. But I'm gonna stir the pot. Why are you stirring the pot? So when when you know when you move to LA, yes, you have a group of girlfriends. Yeah. Why you're do you making think, me nervous? Where no, are you going with you, this? Why do you think that uh -huh. out of the five of y'all, only two of y'all are married? 
Uh, that is. I have some an, thoughts on it. Well, no, no, no. Wait, not only two of us are married. Linda, uh, yeah, three of us are married. Three out of how many? Three. Seven. No, when we get together, there's Ronit, six. Ronit's not married. Is she still yeah, part of that? Yeah, Ronit's married and has a baby. Oh, but, that's right. But Ronit's a separate group. Ronit's one of my, like, college NYU friends. Ah. If you're talking about, like, the group that, like, tries to get together once a year, there's six of us, and three of us are married, and three are not. Why do you think the three are not? I don't know. I, I, no, I have some thoughts. I know what you're going to say. You're going to say it's because they were too picky when they were young, and they should have just married a guy with one M. <coughs> <laughs> no, I mean, part of that, yes, part of that. But I also think that, that you know, L.A. is such a toxic place. No, I mean, I think it's a lot of things. I think, like, they they each dated <clears throat> very different people. But, like, I think some are, they, they were dating men who they thought they would marry. And I think L.A., there's a real um, always younger, hotter, bigger boob syndrome with men. That's what I mean. It's toxic. Um, L.A. is very toxic. And L.A., you know, when I lived in L.A., it was always, what do you do? And what was that, that app? Was I don't first... even remember what it's called. What was that dating app where you, like, swipe left or swipe right? I Tinder also think or... Tinder, yeah, whatever. I also think, like, we were young in L.A. when the dating apps were all just starting to be a new thing. And imagine what that's like when you live in a big city. It's different when you live in a small town and there's only a certain amount of people <coughs> on Tinder or whatever this dating app. But, like... When you're in a city like L.A. where there's all these hot, beautiful women and you're just looking at a profile picture to decide yes or no, like, to me, that's, like, yeah, but you're, you're, recipe you're, for your dating disaster. Your girlfriends are very pretty, you know? So I, I just think it's a toxic environment. And I think, I think that, you know, yes, bigger, better. You know, like I said, living in L.A., that's the first thing people ask you when you meet. What do you do? That's the, like, you're out hanging out, and it's, what do you do? Well, because you're in, at, I mean, at the time, you're, and probably still, we don't live there anymore, but you're living in such an area that is so saturated with people who work in the industry. So it is about networking. And even when you're dating, like, as a woman, one of my good girlfriends was a producer and worked, you know, for, and, there, and there's just, it's tough, too, because, I'm sorry to interrupt you, go ahead. Yeah, well, no, I was just going to say, like, even she has to be careful. Like, when she's dating a guy, is he dating me because of the production company I work for? Right, You know, I mean. does he want to make sure I'm passing along his script? Like, it was hard. She did date a screen, you know, writers, and, like, you don't. You don't know. Are they genuinely interested in bullshit. me? Yeah, no, I, or are they I don't interested disagree. in how I might be I able to help them? That's what I'm saying is it's a very toxic environment. But I also think it's, you know, when you hit that, when you hit that 35 and up, yeah, it gets very complicated. If you're a female, not if you're a male. Why not if you're a male? Of course. Oh, because you're, how many men are older men that date younger women? But it's still complicated. It's not, you don't, you, it's not as common to see an older woman dating a younger man. Not that it doesn't happen, Gross. but it's not as common. Um, <laughs> <coughs> no one's Adrian laughing. Left. Crickets. Left. Crickets, left. crickets. Um, no, no, it, it's still complicated for for guys that are over 35 who are still single. I don't know, dude. I already told you, I don't think I could even... I mean, as long as they're not living with their mom, <coughs> I don't know uh, that it's that complicated. It is. I, I don't know. I mean... Again, going back to two episodes ago, I couldn't date some girl in their 20s. 
There's no fucking way. I have nothing well, to say no, to them. Well, no, because you've gotten used to being with a smart woman who has an opinion. But I think if you had dated the same kind of women like you dated in your 20s and 30s, or your 20s, then it would just be normal to you. No, but a real relationship has to have conversation and debate and enjoy the same things. And Yeah. <clears throat> I'm sorry, but I'm not going to a Justin Bieber concert. Uh, look, I'll power to Justin Bieber. Or, or you know, I mean, like I want to go to a Justin Bieber concert. Why Justin Bieber concert? No, Why I'm not? I'm just saying I could not date a a, a girl in their twenties. It just, I you know, for that three minutes, it'd probably be great. Yeah. For the three minutes yeah. in bed. But, Rick is like dying laughing in the background. What are you laughing about, but Rick? There's twenty. Three. Wait, I want to know what Rick's laughing about. And 57 <laughs> minutes left. Three minutes? Yeah. The three minutes I see her naked are the, like, that's probably great. But then there's 23 and 57 minutes left of the day that I got to talk to this girl. I couldn't do it. Yeah. I couldn't do it. Could you date a younger man? No way. I don't think Don't pause, so. bitch. <laughs> don't pause. You better have answers. You better have answers. I, I've never thought about it. I've never gone down that road. That was the pause. I've never thought about it. I, I, don't, um, I don't even like people that much, so I really can't imagine dating anyone else but you. <laughs> well, I'm not a person, so that works out great. You could just stomp all over me and... Yeah, I have Oh, don't so, say that. Uh, I just gave you a compliment. I said I love you. I like I paused because I really can't think of myself with anyone else <coughs> but you. But I think that's part of the reason that we got sick is because, you know, I'm doing this tour. We met I had to I my flight out of Midland to make it to to New Orleans on time. Yeah. And we couldn't even make it to Biloxi on time. We had to go to New Orleans and then drive to Biloxi. I had to get on a flight at five AM. Met you there, mm -hmm. land in New Orleans, drive to um, Biloxi. Biloxi, and then we had to get in a car at 2.30 a.m. to make it home to our kids. The car, yeah, the car at the casino. Because that was the only flight that was going to get us home to our kids at a decent hour. So we literally did not sleep all of Sunday. Yeah. Like, we got there, we had lunch. By the time we got there, it was lunchtime. We showered up. You couldn't keep your hands off me. <laughs> we went and did the show, and then we hung out with Meg yeah. at the craps table a little bit. You guys had a little breakfast, and then it was time to get back in the car. The only time we slept was in the car on the way to the airport, the airport, and then on the plane. So we literally slept all of three hours yeah. to get home, catch up with the kids, your parents, Super well, Bowl we Sunday. All, we took a nap. Yeah. With Delilah. We all have, oh. took a family nap on Sunday before Super Bowl. <clears throat> so I think that's part of the reason that, that we got a little sicker. Yeah. And everyone is, was like, did you lose your voice from shouting at the TV when the Super Bowl? I was like, no, I stayed awake till halftime and then I passed out after that. Yeah, Renee could care less about <laughs> the like, Super I tried, Bowl. guys. <laughs> um, I did win my bets, which was exciting. Um, I think there was two good commercials. Which one do you think I think are the two good commercials? Okay, I'm trying to remember which ones I really enjoyed. Um, I thought Ben Affleck killed it. That's my it. number one. Ben Affleck killed it. And if, and if you're on commercial. TikTok, there's a whole bunch of other little ones yeah. that are on TikTok that are just 
hilarious and great and outtakes from the Dunkings. I, I think, yeah, yeah. I think this is gonna bring Ben Affleck back. Well, you know what? I just like for him <clears throat> to be the superstar that he is. And commit to being so silly like that and pulling it off so well, I well, thought was like I, I, so I, impressive right. and endearing. And like, I think he kind of had a reputation, at least to me, of being a miserable fuck. <laughs> you know what I say? Is that correct? He kind of has this this reputation of just like ugh. But we forgot that he's fun. But I admire him because I have seen interviews where he's like, I just want to be, I just want to be an actor. I don't yeah. want the fame. And the bullshit that comes with it, I've been right through the freaking tabloids yeah. with the Jennifer Lopez relationship. Yeah. You know, he's, well, he's, he's also, like, hasn't he gone to rehab or dealt with addiction? I don't, know. Or I don't think drink, so. Drinking, no. But but he has a reputation of being somewhat of a miserable fuck, and I really believe that that this commercial brought, like you said, made him fun again. And yeah. And you, you really saw a really endearing it's a side. It's a goodwill hunting guy again. Yeah, a really yeah. endearing side of him that I thought was hilarious. I thought Matt Damon freaking nailed it. Yeah. Tom Brady Even was... Even Tom Brady was good. Tom Brady was in like four fucking commercials at the Super Bowl, but I thought Tom was great in the Dunkings. Yeah. And then there's one... Did you see the one where Ben's like, throw it to me? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So he's, he's playing catch with <coughs> Matt Damon... Ben Affleck walks in and he's like, yeah. hey, well, throw me one, Tom. Yeah. So Tom kind of loves lobs this little baby one. Did you see it? I saw That's yeah. the one I saw. And he yeah. throws it. Pah! He's like, okay, I was not ready for that, right? <laughs> um, I, that was my favorite commercial. I, I think that I think that a lot of times commercials try to be funny and miss the mark. Yeah. And I think there was a couple of those this Super Bowl where I was like, oh, I see how you were trying to be funny. Yeah. And it just wasn't. And Dunkings was funny. Yeah. I only saw the first half of the show, so I didn't see the Jennifer Aniston commercial. I missed that one with her and David mm. David Schwimmer. I didn't think that one was great. Yeah. I mean, it was... It was and, and I will say that uh, I was wondering, because of course, Dunkin' Donuts, they were going for the whole Boston thing. Yes. I was wondering why they didn't reach out to uh, Mark Wahlberg. Oh, yeah. Or... Mark Wahlberg, and what I think, here's my conspiracy theory. Okay. Mark Wahlberg hates the fact that he did a rap album. Okay. And he has worked very hard to get away from that image. And then when they asked him to do this, he thought oh, it's no, going to go back. Oh, no, he would have been so great in that commercial. But, I, so the only time I've ever been bummed out with Mark Wahlberg. Uh-huh. Okay. Wait, I'm thinking there has to be, while we're on the commercials, I'm thinking there has to be a follow-up yeah. commercial with other where Bostonians? Mark Wahlberg joins the Dunkings. Like, the Dunkings can keep on going. I don't think he'll do it, and I'll tell you why. Because I love Mark. And, and, and Mark Wahlberg seems to be a solid individual who is happily married, who... Oh, he's like one of my favorite favorites. So and be he, careful what you say but about he also But he's Mark also Wahlberg. not afraid to be religious. Like, yeah. I love him. Yeah, right? yeah. But the one time I was upset with him is he's doing Inside the Actor Studio. Okay. Right? With that freaking weirdo. Whatever James Lipton. Oh, James Lipton's disgusting. He's a weirdo. Yeah. I don't like him at all. A very okay. arrogant guy. Anyway, he goes to Mark and he says, can you sing some of... Um, um, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. 
good vibration. And then Mark Wahlberg goes, uh-huh. no. And he's like, no, come on, like, sing it. Yeah, you can then Mark says, it. And then Mark says, I don't even remember the lyrics. And I'm like, fuck off. I remember the lyrics. Okay, let's hear them. And I didn't have to sing it. Let's hear them. Now that we found love, what do we got to (laughs) do? That wasn't even his part. Right? (laughs) You got to do the right. Is that even the right Uh, song? Drug free. So put the crack up. Right? (laughs) Right? That's part of it. Uh, Rick, can you please put the lyrics up on the screen so Steve can rap for us? (laughs) But you could tell. Look, freaking Rick's going to do it. You could tell that Mark did not want and and to me there he is shirtless you'll like that I do like that um I we should put lyrics. it on the, we should put a picture of Mark Wahlberg shirtless on the big screen feel the vibration to enjoy it's such a you have to do the it's such a oh, no, good I, vibration yeah I can barely I can barely speak Oh, yeah. It's about that time to bring forth the rhythm of the rhyme. I'm going to get mine, so get yours. I'm going to see sweet coming out, sweat coming out your pores. <laughs> On the house tip is how I'm swinging this. Strictly hip-hop boy, I ain't singing this. Bringing this entire nation, black, white, and red, brown. Feel, Feel the vibration. <laughs> I mean, come on. Mark sung it a million freaking yeah. times. Let's not act like. You don't know the well, lyrics. Well, listen, I think so, we know what your karaoke song is. <coughs> oh, God, that was terrible. <laughs> um, so I, I think I think that he's like, doesn't want to go back to there. Yeah? I don't know. I think at some point in his career, he will go back there. I think he's just waiting for the right I don't know. Time. I mean, he's gotten rid of his tattoos. Well, he's also, he's, speaking of L.A. and L.A. being toxic, do you know he doesn't live in L.A. anymore? He lives in Vegas. They don't live in L.A. They moved. Mm-hmm. He said that his kids are like, I. the article I read about him was that like his kids are now teenagers, his daughters, and he was like, I just felt like I needed to go someplace for them. No, he's, I. yeah, Vegas, yeah, of all places. <laughs> I need them to have a stage that they can strip on. Stop. So, um, Stop. No, I he, I like the guy a lot. I like Mark because yeah. in my life I have had growth as well. Yeah. Right. I have grown. I have become a different and man. And he was famous so young. I get it. To be that sexy and that <coughs> famous when you're that young. Holy moly. And he's kept it together. And, and that's why I, I do like him and I admire him. But I really think he did not choose the this commercial because he didn't want to go back. We don't. To you're that. speaking like it was offered to him. We don't even know. How do you not offer it to if him? If it was offered to him, Rick. Well, if you want J Lo, if you want J Lo, I might want producer been, Rick's opinion on this. I don't. I wouldn't offer it to him. You want Ben and, and Matt, who are you who are ben known to be Boston. Yeah, but so is Mark. Yeah, but what does he have to do with Ben and, and Matt? Because he was already a well, he was already a rapper and from Boston. He could have been the choreographer. But, he could have but been. Ben is also like they're known for the, the. I feel like Ben and Matt are not just known for Boston. They're also known for like loving their Dunkin' Donuts. Mm. So it's super on brand. Mm. And then as a bonus, you get Benifer. You get okay. What's both. your Benifer? Yeah, J-Lo. Jennifer and Ben. Benifer. J Lo has more rings than any Super Bowl quarterback out there. <laughs> that bitch collects rings. Good for she's her. Like, she's like freaking. Um, the dude from Marvel, what's his name? Thanos. Yeah, the oh, Ten Rings. She just gets all. all. She collects all the fucking. 
rings. That girl's gone through more oh, dick. I stop. I Jesus like her. Christ. Stop, stop. I like more her. wieners than wiener schnitzel over there. Okay. She's just freaking tossing them down a hallway. Oh, J-Lo just freaking. <laughs> tossing them down a hallway. <laughs> yeah. It's been abused and abused down there. It's, stop. It's the Batcave for It was for funny Affleck. until like, stop. <laughs> it's just getting worse. I'm it's, sorry. I'm Batman. Come into my Batcave. Why don't you lose your voice? I'm, it's getting close. <laughs> <coughs> it's definitely getting close. Um, <clears throat> so what was the second one you liked? Um, I don't remember. Like I said, I only saw the first half. Um, Rick, which one did you like other than the Dunkings? I don't, I don't, God, none stick out to me. It was all kind of a blur because I'm more into the game than watching the commercials. So I kind of just doze off during the commercials. I like watching both. I like watching, uh, well, <coughs> and, and me as a, as a comedian, as a writer of, you know, funny you know, I, I like to watch these guys try to be funny yeah, and see if it, it hits. And I'm not a hater. I feel like there was another commercial Dunkings that I thought hit. was, there was another commercial I thought was like well-written. I was like, credit to the writers on that one. And I can't remember, now I can't remember which one it was. Well, I also thought it was really interesting that, that Jesus had a commercial. Who paid for Jesus's commercial? Oh my God, someone was talking about um, who spent more money, Jesus or politics. Right. And, well, and, and, you know, what, 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 what I thought was odd, you know, they used the song from In Excess. Right? Oh, yeah. And Michael Hutchins, the lead singer, died because he was masturbating, choking himself with a belt. Let's use that song. <laughs> that is interesting. For a Jesus commercial. That is an interesting choice. You're right. You're right. I hadn't connected those dots. Thought that was a little. Maybe most people don't connect those dots. I don't know, but I just but, did. But the person who produced so, that commercial should have, yeah. Yeah, you should have. Th you would yeah. think that he would go. Let's pick an artist that maybe represents Jesus, yeah. not a dude that passed away, masturbating with a belt around his neck. Yeah, he came and went at the same time. Oh, <laughs> okay. Um, you are like killing it on the all jokes. All the dirty jokes today, um, but. Uh, oh, what were we talking about? The the one that was well written. Oh, I can't I, remember which one it was. Do you I did love the one about the it? kid in Africa. State Farm was really well done. State Farm. Oh. Arnold's oh, was yes. great. That was well written. That was yes. good. Yeah. Danny DeVito jumped in with him. Yep. And then um, I did like the. Um, I thought it was very sweet. The kid uh, imagining himself. The NFL football. doing the the yeah. that outreach program. I thought that, that was a do. really really cool way. It was beautifully yeah, to, beautifully to, done to put it together and i don't um, i don't know athletes but whoever that athlete was is was he a famous football player yeah i'm he was he he was so he was genuine great. in the commercial yeah. like the eyes I the look on his one. face he was wonderful pulled at the heartstrings a little bit yeah um i think budweiser was really trying is that the one with the train they the did the, they did the, the Clydesdales, which oh. was a beautiful commercial. Yeah. Um, oh, Coors Light was the train, I think. Coors Light was the train with LL yeah. Cool J. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that came in. And then the other one I thought was funny was the the Mom Jason Momoa. Oh, I missed that one. I think that was second half. But the, I saw it. The two dudes from Scrubs. I saw it replayed. They're, they're very. Uh, what it? it was the T-Mobile commercial. T-Mobile commercial. But the two dudes from the TV show Scrubs. They just have good chemistry. Oh, I Those was going to say, they are like, they know they, how to play off each other. They should be in a movie together. Yeah. Because those guys, there's just something about the two of them that just Well, they works. know their character so well. And all I see is the dude from Clueless. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's all I see. Yeah. You know, and, and I guess that's my generation, but Clueless was one of those movies when I was in high school that, oh my God, we, we probably saw it 15 times. Yeah. But he'll always be the dude from Clueless. <clears throat> but they just have a great chemistry. And, yeah. and, and Jason also seems like a guy that I could get along with. He just jumped in and played. He just seems yeah. like a dude that's just a cool guy. <clears throat> I don't think he takes himself very seriously. Um, seems very laid back. Um, he seems like a big kid. He seems like yeah. you. He seems like a big kid. But he's also Hawaiian, and you know the Hawaiian people are just full of love. Yeah. And he just he big just seems spirit. like yeah he just seems Has like a, a a good dude yeah. right so to that commercial to me hit the mark it was funny um, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, other than that, let's talk about the halftime show. I was not feeling it at first. Me either. But I got to say, like, you have to give Usher credit. Usher can dance. The guy can oh, move. He can like, move. not a lot of people can Almost move. Almost as good as me. And that is such a skill. On roller skates. His choreography. That's the one thing I did like. I did <laughs> That's th- I when the, he won me over. The roller skates. That's when I started to enjoy the show. Before that, I was like, eee. Well, because at first I thought it was just going to be the dancers on roller skates. And I was like, wait a minute. Are these people roller skaters? Are they dancers? Like, that's a really freaking hard skill to dance on flips? roller skates. On roller skates. And then and then when Usher came out on roller skates, too, I was like, holy cow. I was so well, impressed. I also liked the way that they, were, they had stripper poles. Uh, okay, that part. Super Bowl. I don't have a problem with the stripper poles, but why was it such a freaking one of my favorite all-time Super Bowl shows is Shakira and J Lo. I think those girls rocked it and killed it, mm, nice and shooters. they made such a stink about J Lo on a stripper pole when she that year she was playing homage to Hustlers. That was the year she did Hustlers. I'm like, Usher's got four stripper poles up there, and no one said anything. Why We're was saying it such it. a big deal. I don't, I don't care. I don't look. I don't think it's a big deal or not. I mean, I'm just saying I thought it was very, I mean, in Vegas, you're going to have to have stripper poles. It's just, <laughs> you're in Vegas, you know. Yeah. Um, but I didn't start enjoying the show until Ludacris came out and then Little yeah, John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when, awesome. when they came out and they did the the crescendo of the show, I was like, all right, this is, yeah. this is really cool. It was definitely yeah. a very Vegas show. Now, here's what's crazy. Me being a country music fan, uh-huh. how many Super Bowls? Do you think have had country music as a halftime? And I only remember oh. this. I only remember this for one reason, and I'll tell you that reason. I don't know, but I think that's probably an energy thing. How many do you think we've had? Have <coughs> we had any? Has Trisha Year has Trisha Yearwood ever done a? I mean, not sorry, not Trisha Yearwood. Um, Carrie Underwood has Carrie Underwood ever done a halftime show? It was because she does it, the I, NFL I could be song wrong on the year. But it was one of the years that the Dallas Cowboys won the Super Bowl uh-huh. against the Buffalo Bills. I want to say it was 94. And it was like, if I can remember correctly, it was like Travis Tritt. It was like the Judds and um, maybe Trisha Yearwood. Yeah. Maybe. But it was 94. 93, 94. It was one of the times. Oh, if we're talking about a country Super but Bowl, I, think, I would love to see a Carrie Underwood Super Bowl. I think, I think that, would that be awesome. was the only time but i mean you don't think that morgan wallen could do it or or um what's his name oh some um, of those more um like a luke, um, combs, kind of luke or, combs was did florida georgia line ever come on as a guest with someone else i would love to see my boy cody johnson do it that'd be huge 
Yeah, it's just not super party energy. It has to be like party energy. No, but it's like you're not gonna play Cody Johnson. You do a multiple. If I remember correctly, it was '93 or '94. It was like an ensemble of country famous artists. Yeah. Right. So typically, do like America the Beautiful, the National Anthem, like Reba did. I mean, I remember Chris. I remember Chris Stapleton singing. Was it? I don't know if it was God Bless America. (coughs) I thought Post Malone did a great job. It looks like when Shania Twain sang, did a, a halftime show too. What year Shania was that? Twain did a halftime 2003? show. 2003. Ah, I don't remember. I so don't who remember was the one in '94? Who was on that? It looks like it was uh, Clint Black, Tanya Tucker, Travis Tritt, Winona Judd. Ah, see. Mm. I think if it went back to Texas, Clint they would choose. They would choose yeah, a Clint country Black, artist. Yep. The Judds. But that's it. One time. Yeah. One time. How, many, two, how many Super Bowls have been in Texas? I don't know. But there's been 58 total Super Bowls. Yeah. You know, and, and to be honest with you, you know, to, to start talking about. Go ahead. Well, no, I was just going to say, I mean, but this one, I feel like they made it a very Vegas show. Like this year they even had it was supposed to be Tiesto, but he pulled out. This was the first time they had a DJ playing like during commercial breaks, during breaks there. And I thought that was that was a really cool addition and gave it some Vegas flair. I mean, I look, I think Vegas is perfect for the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, I also think that I also feel for the security guards. I cannot imagine how many fights popped off between Niner fans and Kansas City fans. Yeah. I can't imagine how many over drinkers. This was the there first were. year that when the show started, and I, I don't consider myself like a super anxious person, but this was the first year that I thought, and I don't know if it's because it was in Vegas, but I just thought, ooh, like I'm a little nervous for those people in that arena. And I've never had that thought or that feeling before. No, it's scary. I mean, it, it was definitely a, a very hyped up, um, Super Bowl, yeah. right? Because it was in Vegas. I felt like there was more celebrities there than normal. Yeah. Right? Of course, we got to talk about Taylor Swift showing up. Yeah. Um, uh, again, I don't, I don't have anything against Taylor Swift at all. Uh, I, you know, I think. I Why think would you? Why well, does anybody do. like? But I don't people get do. It. People are like, oh my god, they're gonna show her again. It's like, well, yeah. I mean, there's a storyline there. I want to see what she's wearing. If, 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 you know, if, if there's just a storyline, right? It's, yeah. Here's this famous girl that hooked up with this football player. Right. Well, it was and like. You, you just want to see. It was like when Tom Brady dated Giselle, <coughs> like he's dating one of the biggest supermodels in the world. Like we want to see her. We want to see what she looks like. The, in the Cowboys games. did it first. I mean, Tony Romo. When oh, he was Jessica playing, Simpson. he was dating Jessica Simpson. Yeah. They would always show Jessica. Why did that? Why did Giselle and Jessica Simpson <coughs> not get as much hate as Taylor oh. Swift? Does? Yes, sir. So Taylor Swift has created a brand value. Oh, three hundred and thirty-one and a half million. million dollars for the I Kansas City that. Chiefs in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Yep. She has increased. So if like, you ever thought the NFL was rigged, this is the year to think it's rigged <laughs> because of the amount of money. That she was continuing to bring to the NFL, to the brand, yeah. right? I mean, little girls are like, oh, my God, I want to watch. Well, they're talking know. about that. Dads were saying, like, my daughter never cared to watch football with me before. And now we sit on the couch together and watch football because my daughter's interested. I, I, and even girls, like, 
now starting to learn the rules of the game when they would have never cared otherwise. Like, it's brilliant. Look, I I enjoy Super Bowl. Uh, I I definitely enjoyed, it was just me, my family, my in-laws, very quiet at the it house. It was an unusually quiet day for us. I was surprised. We I kept, I, to be honest, I kept thinking like, he's going to text people to come over. No, we just chilled. I was shocked, and, yeah. And I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed just, we were tired too. Well, you, well, you know, asked and, me and, too. You were like, hey, do we want to invite such and such to come over? And I was like, I don't know if I'm going to make it through the whole game. Like, you know, Sunday I'd already started to lose my voice. It's like. So we just chilled. I enjoyed it. I mean, just relaxing in our, in our, everybody got in their pajamas. Yeah. You know, in sleepy clothes. And we just yeah. relaxed and watched the game. And, you know, the first half was a little bit of a snooze fest, you know. Yeah. Um, this is where Rick will, will probably want to chime in. Little little bit of a snooze fest, and yeah. and you know I had bet the under, which I was excited about because I knew it was a big possibility that I was going to hit the under. Yeah, I don't understand the betting language. Under forty seven. Taylor, Taylor Swift's not involved in that, so I'm not learning. <laughs> There's no commercial. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm a little warm. I keep, um, but you know I I got to give it up to to Brock uh, the quarterback Purdy. Oh, the Niners. I didn't. I didn't know about him, but that kid was impressive. That kid is the real deal. Um, he seems so young. He looks so but young. To be as composed as he is at this age, yeah. Playing did not make a mistake. He did not lose this game. Out the gate, the he was defense. Just like... The defense lost the game. Yeah. That kid was a stud. What do you got to say, Rick? Oh, I completely disagree with you. Three for third, three for twelve on third downs. It, it, but remember, it's the biggest game. He did not throw a pick. Um, you got to remember that Mahomes had a chance in in a very similar situation several years ago to beat the goat Tom Brady, and he could not get it together to do it. And we're talking about Patrick Mahomes. Purdy is going to be amazing in the future, but to go three for 12 in the Super Bowl on third downs, you can't win like that. Cannot win. No, but it's, 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 it's a tough game. He didn't cough the ball up. And then in the second half, kept his composure and was still able to put up points. How old is this kid? God, like 21, 22. Oh, my gosh. He's young. You know, and he's getting paid no money, which is hilarious. Really? Yeah. Like his contract is just He gets paid about fifty thousand a game and Mahomes gets paid about fifty thousand a pass. He's like one of the last picks. Renee, yeah, yeah, just so you know, Damn. he was the last pick in the draft. And he's quarterback and at, he the ends up at the Super Bowl. Bowl. That's a story. But that has happened twice to the Niners. I mean, when they when they got um uh Kaepernick that first year, he ended up in the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know? Um second year, yeah, he ended up in the Super Bowl. I look. I thought Purdy was composed. I thought he was a good football player that day. I was expecting more of a of a implosion, if you will. And and yeah. like you said, Rick. I mean, the fact that he didn't convert on third down, uh, you could say that he did not have uh, a standout game, but he kept him in the game. Steve, have you heard that the the team, the Four ers didn't know their new rules? Have you heard about that in overtime? I heard that too, and and. I, I think I, I just thought that Shanahan, his idea was just to be aggressive. You know, I, I think he was thinking, look, let's go out. If we get the toss, we're going to get the ball and we're going to set the tone. 
But I do agree with the fact that you do want the ball second in that situation so that you know what you're competing against. There were new overtime rules this year? Yes, which I love. Yeah. I love the new overtime. This this the old overtime, had they kicked that field goal, it would have been game over. But you have to prep and I, I you know, like I think you have to prep and practice all the different scenarios and possibilities for if you go into overtime and how your team is going to handle it. I think if you haven't done that, you're in trouble. Well, by the way, speaking of speaking of being prepared, I don't know if you know this, Rick, but the same play that won the Super Bowl for them uh, last year was the same play that won the Super Bowl this year. No way. Same play. <clears throat> so if you're a Damn. coach, you how are you prepared not prepared for that, for that play? Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. But for the gamblers out there, it was <laughs> it was 47 and a half was the line, and I took under. Uh-huh. It ended up at 47 only because they didn't have to kick the extra point. Had they kicked that extra point, I would have lost, and it would have gone over to 48, and I would have lost. But because they didn't have to kick the extra point. Yeah. But then you also think about all the people that have football pots and numbers that if they kick that extra point, that would have put them yeah. in the final to win their number. Yeah. Or hold on to the number that you had. So it was it was uh for me, I, I bet Kansas City and I bet the under and I parlayed it. So I killed it. <laughs> I freaking <laughs> annihilated it money wise. So we and then and dad, you know, my dad buys 50 damn numbers throughout the year for the Super Bowl. And we hit a couple numbers, Your dad, dad and I. That. He loves it. So uh, all in all, I, I thought it was a good Super Bowl. Um, two good commercials. Um, half a halftime show. Yeah. That I enjoyed. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to hit on a show, but it, it wasn't my favorite. But the guy can dance, and I think he's a good choice for Vegas. You know, for a Vegas Super Bowl I don't think show. he needed to take the shirt off, but. <laughs> I don't mind. I don't mind. It was funny when he took the shirt off. Garrett goes, gross. And I was like, you're saying what I'm thinking. That's hilarious. But also, Janet Jackson has a nip slip, and it's the biggest deal. And then Usher takes off his shirt, and it's no big deal. Like, I just... Uh, I thought it was gross. The, it's the standard for a female on the Super Bowl halftime show versus the male that I find interesting. No, I mean, it's just, what's the point? Yeah. You know? Yeah. If I ever perform the halftime show, I'm going shirtless. I mean, I was gonna say, I think Usher well, I think Burt Kreischer would probably. I have think that Usher first, should but. have just done the whole show dancing in his underwear, so we can see like every muscle moving. That's what I think. In his underwear. Yeah. Every muscle. <laughs> wow. Can we cut that? Renee's coming off gross. <laughs> Renee's coming off gross and perverted. I don't like it. Wow. Wait, well, I'll dance for you tonight in my underwear. That for you. I will dance for you tonight in my underwear. <laughs> So you can see it. Well, mine's a little stationary, but it, uh, <laughs> all, all I need is the leg show, baby. That's, That's right. it. I just need the leg um, show. We we love you guys, and and you know, even though we're feeling under the weather, we wanted to make sure that we gave you guys an episode, and we also didn't want to let down Aztec Chevrolet, who's always so good to us. We love them so very much. Give them a chance. Aztec Chevrolet in Beville, Texas. Uvalde Chevrolet in Uvalde. Uh, Aztec Ford in Goliad, Texas. Give them a chance. Old Salt Coffee, Trevino Ten. Best coffee you'll drink. Pick cherries. Download the app. Rao Western Wear. New designs out. Please get them. Um, Rebecca Creek. We are doing something special at Rebecca Creek for the um, um, podcast. I mean, for the uh, uh, special. 
stay tuned to that. Um, next week, our, our oh, Renee will be at the Home and Garden Show oh, in I San Antonio. A, I got a picture of my billboard. They took a picture of my billboard for me. I'm in front of the Comfort Suites if you want to go visit me. <laughs> um, did um, How did the contest go? I know you ran a contest. Yes, I did. Um, the, well, so the winners get picked today. So we're, But um, they will know. The winners will know. I thought it went well. I, I saw it, and there was like a lot of people yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that chimed in. So thank you guys for... for Loving us and, yes. and supporting us. And I would like to see Renee get booked all over the country doing home and garden shows. So we can't do any of this without you guys. Everything in our life and our success is because of you guys. So thank you so much for the continued support. And uh, we'll turn that like are that, you, are you scrolling for, that again? for all the... Um, Oh, see, look at Adrian. Adrian doesn't like it. Rick doesn't like Nobody it. Cut. It. Take touch. it from the top still... again. Let's start the whole podcast <laughs> over. <laughs> we love you guys. We're so excited for you guys to see the new special. It is coming out shortly. And this is another episode of Steve. Oh, and I do have to ask, and I forget to ask. Please like. Please share. Please rate. Please comment on our podcast. Yes. If you love us, we need your help. If you have not yet rated the podcast. If you have not yet shared the podcast, please help us. It is growing. It is getting bigger and bigger. And it's because of you guys. The other thing they can do is you can download Pick Cherries and you can clip a cherry through the app and share it with your friends. And YouTube allows you to do that too. So if you want to just clip out a little piece of the podcast yourself and share it with your friends, well, you can we do We love it. you guys. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Thank you.